You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of BC Bulletin, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation Networks. If this is your first time listening to Locked On Boston College, welcome. We are a daily Boston College podcast hosted by me. I am also a Boston College graduate. I have been a fan before I covered this team. I have a long history with Boston College sports. So thank you all for listening. On today's episode, we have a few topics that we're going to talk about. Today is National Signing Day. One of the later, it's the later iteration of it. We're going to talk about that and kind of look at kind of some of the recruiting things that maybe we didn't talk about with the first group of uh, recruits that have signed on. We're also going to talk about the biggest news on Tuesday, which was the announcement by EA Sports that NCAA football, or they're calling it just college football at this point, is returning to consoles. So that's going to be a big uh, topic, and hopefully we'll get some real good conversations on that. Before we do, we're going to do like we do for every show. We're going to kick it off with some news. So let's talk about some of the things that are going on with Boston College sports. Now, let's go into some of the sports that we don't normally talk about. First of all, baseball. As I've said before, baseball is going to be something that we're going to talk about more and more on this show. So be prepared. Uh, baseball America, one of the obviously one of the biggest uh, baseball publications in the United States, uh, in the last day released their All America team for baseball, and the first team didn't have any Boston College players on it, which isn't surprising. But the big news here is that BC had three players on their second and third team, so three total. On the second team, they had shortstop Cody Morissette and outfielder Sal Freilich. And then on the third team, they had starting pitcher Mason Pilio. And I apologize if I'm saying that name wrong. reason I bring this up, as I've said before, I want to get you guys as much as many people on board with Boston College Baseball because I think it's going to be a fun season. And let's get behind them and, and start to learn a little bit about this team. Now, Pilio also today was named... ACC preseason pitcher of the year. So there's a lot of hype around this pitcher, Mason Pelio. So we're going to have to check that out and keep an eye on the bird team, uh, the bird ball, as they call themselves, at BC Bird Ball on Twitter. Because uh, I think they're going to be an exciting team. If you've got players like that, you have three All American players on your team, you're in good shape. To, to really cause some damage in the ACC. So, again, they start in the middle of February against Charleston Southern. I will talk more about them. I'm going to get some previews. I need to do some research myself, um, but I'll find out about TV and how to watch this team. I'll get all that information so that we can start talking BC baseball. Now, let's talk about the other team that's currently on pause, but I think they're going to be starting soon. I haven't got it. I haven't received any press uh, release on them playing soon but women's basketball they've been on a pause for the last two weeks as well because of a positive covid case um they landed another mid-year uh freshman which i think is kind of interesting because i think it has to do with the covid stuff with kids you know as i said with bc getting all the early enrollees in football you know these 
uh, recruits want to get on campus earlier because there's not much left for them in high school. So earlier this um, fall, they land uh, Ali Van Timmeren, a 6'2 forward from Michigan, has joined the team, and she's done really well. I think she's averaging somewhere around um, 7.8 points per game and has been averaging about 17 to 18 minutes per game. Or actually, sorry, more like 26 minutes per game, excuse me, recently. So she's been a valuable freshman. Well, BC added another freshman today, and that is Allie Palmieri, a 5'10 guard wing if you will, um, from Connecticut. So they added another player to their team. So that obviously having any depth is going to be big, especially, you know, with um, getting later in the season. So Allie Palmieri will be joining. No no idea what her role will be. Um, I would imagine, given that she's just starting on the team, she will be um, a, you know, a bench player. But just like with Van Timmeren, she, her role will continue to, uh, grow as the season progresses. And finally, a little Eagles in the pros news. Uh, you know, we like to always check in on Boston College players and see how they're doing. On our site earlier today, I posted that on BC Bulletin that Matt Ryan, whose name has popped up quite a bit in the uh, trade, you know, the quarterback shuffle that's apparently going to happen because it seems like every quarterback other than like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes is rumored to go someplace else. Um, well, Matt Ryan's name has popped up quite a bit and Tom Pelissero of the NFL network earlier today said that he talked to the Atlanta Falcons and they've had no conversations with any teams about Matt Ryan possibly being traded. And he gave two big reasons why Matt Ryan won't go anywhere else. One because of the new coach, Arthur Smith, who runs a system similar to what Matt Ryan used in Atlanta when he won the MVP in 2016. Obviously, they think they can have a resurgence. And honestly, you look at that offense, they have the weapons. If they can figure it out with Matt Ryan, it makes a lot of sense to keep him because you have Julio Jones, you have Matt Ryan, you have Calvin Ridley. There's a quite a bit of offense there. They just need to fix, you know, either, you know, the offensive line or the defensive side of the ball. But the other big piece and the and the one where you say, "Oh, that makes most sense." The Atlanta Falcons literally can't trade him because they're going to ha- he would incur such a huge dead money hit according to Pelissero. It's like 44 million dollars of dead salary cap hit. So basically Atlanta is stuck with him. And not say that it's stuck because Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, and I still think he has many good years in front of him, but they just can't move him. They can't go and say, oh, with the fourth pick, which is what they have, we want to get Justin Fields and move Matt Ryan to get, you know, address some other issues because they can't do that. They can get Justin Fields, but would that make sense because they have so many other glaring holes? If they want to try to win, which, you know, if you've plug a few pieces here and there that that team could fix a few things with a new coach and a new way of looking at things. Uh, you don't want to just, you, if you're getting a quarterback, that's great, but you can't build off of that right, with Justin Fields sitting on the bench or a very expensive Matt Ryan. They also mentioned in that article that, uh, or in that video, that Julio Jones isn't going anywhere either. So it looks like Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be staying pat. The other person to keep an eye on over the offseason in terms of Boston College players is Justin Simmons, who is in line to get a huge payday. And it sounds like it's going to be from the Denver Broncos. Uh, but keep your eye on that because he 
he's had quite the career. Justin Simmons has really blossomed into quite the NFL player uh, with the Broncos, and he's a leader. He's a community member. He's a valuable member of that team, and he's about to get paid. So he'll be someone, and I always, I love to put up on my site, I like talking about BC players in the NFL. You've probably seen some of the posts on AJ Dillon or Chris Lindstrom. And um, we, we love to, to continue to, to think about what's going on with our players in the NFL. So keep your eyes on that. I'll continue to, to find more um, connections with Boston College in the NFL. In a moment, we are going to talk about the NCAA video game's triumphant return. But before we do, let's chat a little bit about my friends over at Built Bar. Now, if you are like me, you are always trying to watch what you're eating. I've done a good job of this lately. I feel like I've, I've kind of lost a little bit of weight. And the reason I have is because of Built Bar. These are delicious treats that you can have any time of the day. They have 18 amazing flavors and I continue trying new ones and finding ones I like even more. Yesterday, I've talked about this before. I tried and ate a whole cherry bar. See, I gave a piece to my wife and she goes, wow, that tastes just like the ice cream. I'm like, I know. I was expecting, you know, you get some of those old other bars and you get a cherry bar. See, you're expecting it to taste like cough syrup because some of those other protein bars, they don't do it. Built Bar does it. They give you delicious flavors with nutritional value that you can't beat anywhere else. Now, it's great for the health conscious guy or gal. You're gonna lose or maintain while indulging in a delicious treat that is 100% covered in chocolate, and that chocolate, I'm telling you, is good. Now, Built Bar, they have a special promotion that we're giving for all the Locked On fans out there. All you have to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The Locked On Network, we've been doing some great things recently, but one of the best things is Locked On Today. If you haven't checked them out, I recommend them. You're going to get more of the sports news you need in less time. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Let's talk about video games, something I have not talked about on this show yet because there hasn't really been a reason to talk about it. But today, things have changed a little bit as EA Sports announced today that they are going to release a new college football video game. Now, if you've been following the saga like I have, you know that the NCAA and EA kind of had a falling out. I think it was around 2013 when the last uh, EA Sports college football game came out, NCAA 2014. The big to-do about it was that the college players, part of the uh, O'Bannon case, were going to get paid because of their likeness being used in games. So, like... For instance, if back in that, those days, if you were using Boston College, you would start your dynasty up and you'd get a team from that year and your quarterback would be number 11 and have all the stats that are similar to Chase Reddick and then you'd have a running back and it would be the same number as Andre Williams. Uh, it'd be number 44 and he'd have all the same stats as Andre Williams. He'd look like him, but he wouldn't have the name. He'd just be number 44 or whatever it was or they'd give him a fake name. But you knew who it was. Like, you'd have those players and you just knew who they were. So, the, you know, part of the case was they were going to have to pay the players for using their likeness in a game. EA Sports was willing to do that. The report at the time was they were willing to pay 
the college athletes $40 million spread out over all the teams to use their likeness in the games. NCAA said, no way, we're not going to open that Pandora's box and allow kids to get paid because if we let them do that, who's to stop them from getting paid from Ford dealership down the street or from, you know, Reebok or uh, Nike or whatever. It doesn't matter. It would open a whole new part of compliance that would be a challenge for, you know, the NCAA to follow. So they said no. And it just kind of died off. Now, EA Sports obviously was going to make a ton of money off of this. And it's been kind of under the radar. You know, fans have been clamoring for this game for years. They wanted it back. You see it all the time on Twitter. If you went and looked for the NCAA 14 game on eBay, I believe the last time I looked, it was selling for like 100 bucks Because people are still jonesing for that game. Well, if you've been following college sports as well... The big news has been that the NCAA is going to allow players to get paid. They're kind of figuring out how they're going to do it, either on a federal level or from the school level or from the state level. As I said on my um, my site, Massachusetts is trying to pass their own legislation. But I think what they're trying to do is get it so that it's the same across the board at the federal level. Uh, but part of that in some of the you know, the underneath you know legalities of all of this is that eventually the the thought was that the video game would be returning it wouldn't be part of the original part because that's more of an individual likeness this would be more of a class likeness because you're using all of the, these different players but it would eventually come back now what this game has done and what they're talking about is that I, I read a report that the first couple games are not going to have accurate players. So like in like two years, if it really, which is what they're saying, it's going to return. So say like Phil Dracovic is, is on BC in two years and there's a, you know, BC, you know, NCAA 2022 or whatever. They won't have a quarterback that resembles Phil Dracovic starting for Boston College. They'll just have random players, probably with stats that are similar to what you'd expect from a Boston College player. But eventually, once they figure out what the legal piece is for players to get paid, they will include players. And I'm guessing at that point, they'll just throw their names on there, which will be great. So there's still a lot of time. That's what they're saying right now is that they're not going to have their those likenesses in there yet. But they by that point, they could have that going. But for now, that's not, not where they're at. From a personal perspective, I am just glad this game is coming back. Back in the day, seven, eight years now, and I I played 2013, I think, for a, for a long time, even after it was out. These games were like part of my like fandom. It's so fun. Obviously, many people do the same thing, where you take your favorite team, or you take any you know anyone. You know, I had a I had a dynasty at one point with Arkansas State, and I started off as an offensive coordinator and built up a whole thing with that, and then ended up as the head coach of I think it was Texas, and then went to Georgia. But then I did one where I was Boston College and I had BC winning national championships and being like the top recruiting school in the country. You know, you live out the dreams of what you're, you wish your school could be. Um, and I think that's what NCAA does so well. So I think that's so exciting that it's coming back. Um, I don't know if I'll get it because it's only going to be out for next gen consoles, which means that's the PS5, probably the Nintendo Switch and Xbox's newest system. Now, personal story i have the ps4 i play games here and there i don't get a lot of time because i have a young one at home and, and i'm working from home but i i like the game now 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to get convince my wife in a couple of years to let me spend $400 or $500 for a PS5 because that's the only way I can get the new NCAA game. Um, but I'll try. I think there'll be a lot of people having those same conversations with their families. Now, I'm just excited to see what new additions they have. I'm glad they're waiting a couple years because what my biggest worry was that they were going to haphazardly throw this together and just throw slap, you know, like BC skins on uh, Madden games. You know what I mean? Like putting all those old, you know, like combining the mechanics of Madden just for NCAA. That'd be kind of lazy. I want it to go back to the NCAA of old and let them put the fun stuff in there that um, made NCAA so unique. You know, maybe like for like Colorado State, there's like four running plays. That's all you can do because Steve Adazio is the head coach. Um, but, you know, there'll be they're obviously going to have to be new things in there. I've heard people saying they need to put the transfer portal in there. That'll be an interesting new piece because obviously the transfer portal is such an important part of college football now that it wasn't like that before. That'll be fun to see if they add that. And, uh, and the big change is since 2014, they have not had they, they went they're at the BCS at that point. So now they're going to have to include the college football playoffs. I wonder if they're going to give the opportunity to expand the college football playoffs and see how like you're able to kind of wiggle in and make like a 16 team playoff. How would that work and what would it look like? That would be kind of fun. You know, if they're not going to do that in real life, might as well put it in the virtual world. So NCAA football is back. There's a lot of excited fans out there. And on top of that, and it kind of bleeds into what we're going to talk about next, BC's already using those video games just today as a recruiting tool. I saw Jadarian Smith, who is a uh, linebacker, offensive, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end, that they offered from the class of 22. They're already making photoshops with the cover of the new video game, which they kind of just edited and made their own, uh, with BC stat, with BC colors and everything on it for him. You know, like they do those photoshops. They have guys on staff that do that. So it's already being used, and that's a smart thing. I mean, you you hit when the you hit when it's hot, right? So Boston College is on top of that. In a moment, we're gonna talk about National Assignment Day, and I want to talk a little bit about what to expect this afternoon. But before we do, let's discuss a little bit about BetOnline.ag. Football is on its way on out the door, but there's one big game coming up this weekend. And you're going to want to make sure that you head on over to betonline.ag to make your wagers. Betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust on the Locked On Network. All you have to do is head on over and sign up today for a free account and use promo code Locked On, and they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. Now, you know books do not like to give out free money. Did Bet Online do? And they're going to give it out just for you because you're a locked on listener. Now, betonline.ag, they have everything over there. You can bet on over unders, hockey, college basketball, NBA. You can find MMA, you know, soccer, whatever you want. They have it. And it's easy to find and it's easy to make your wagers. All you have to do, head on over, make your free account, and use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. And if you're going to go over to betonline.ag, I want to recommend to you Locked On Bets. Betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. 
Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. Today is National Signing Day. And as I've mentioned before, this National Signing Day doesn't hold the significance for Boston College fans as the earlier signing day, as most of Boston College's commitments are already in the books. In fact, at this point, I would say almost all of their commitments are in. I don't think Boston College has any projected commitments coming up today. So what should we expect? Well, earlier this week, we got confirmation from Boston College that the four transfers that Boston College had landed over the last couple months are officially Eagles. Those four transfers are Chris Banks. If you have not heard, we interviewed Chris Banks shortly after he committed to Boston College. He is from Temple. He's a defensive tackle, so we'll have a little bit more depth there. We will also hear about Isaiah Graham Mobley, who also is from Temple. He'll be a linebacker, and he's probably the most exciting trans, one of the most exciting transfers that they have. Uh, he's going to actually fill a pretty big role for this team as Boston College lost both Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie to the NFL draft. So he's going to probably have uh, starting minutes for the Eagles. The third transfer is Jaden Lars Woodbay, who is a linebacker safety tra- uh, hybrid, kind of in the same mold as Jamin Muse. He is from Florida State. We'll see what he does and uh, find out what his role will be. And the fourth one is Gunnar Daniel, who is a long snapper. This is the second straight year Boston College has landed a long snapper. Last year, they brought in Tre- uh, Trevor Cahill from TCU who also was a long snapper. Well, Boston College needs a long snapper this year as Cahill and Aiden Livingston, who was the starter, have both entered the transfer portal. As I've mentioned on the site, there are pretty much no BC players in the class of 21 that are still, you know, kind of a possibility. Armand Scott is the one name to kind of keep an eye on, but I'm not honestly sure where Boston College stands on him. I haven't seen a lot of like, you know, his social media players, social media activity can sometimes give you a hint and his hasn't really shown much of anything. So not really sure what he's going to do. We'll find that out. And that's basically it. Obviously, George Rooks, he committed to Michigan earlier this week, so he's off the books. And, the, you know, there's been a couple of late names, but I don't I just don't think Boston College will be in on that. So this afternoon, Jeff Halfley will talk to the media about all the transfers. Drew Kendall, who committed after the early signing period, and he's going to talk about just what the, how things are going with the program. And I've got some questions I'm going to talk to Jeff Halfley about. I want to I want to ask him some things. First of all. There's some specific player questions I'd love to know. Like with the fifth year players, how is he managing his roster? Like you have guys like Mike Palmer and Ben Petrula coming back. How does that affect their scholarship counts? How does he manage it in terms of like transfers and freshmen coming in? How does he balance all of that? I'm interested to know that. And I'm also kind of interested to know about the players that haven't announced. Like Aaron Bumeri hasn't said anything on Twitter, but his. His page says class of 22, which means he's probably still around, though he's technically, he has that one extra year. I'm not sure what he's doing. Same thing with Jabuzi Unwuka. We don't know what Jamin Muse is doing. 
So there's just a few questions I would love to know about those players to see if they're coming back, if they're not coming back, and what he's planning on doing. And then specifically for the transfers, like like Jaden Lars Woodbay, I'd love to know what his thoughts of him, him is as a player. You know, he is a safety linebacker hybrid. Is he thinking of playing him at linebacker? Where is he, you know, what kind of roles he think of him in terms of his defense? Where does he project him out to play? Love to hear what... Um, Halfley has to say about that. So check out BC Bolton as I'll I'll have full recaps of what Halfley has said, and um, I'll give you some feedback of you know the questions that he answered on yesterday's show as well. I kind of gave you a little hint that uh, as we've been following along with the transfer portal, which has been crazy, um, and there's been some great reporting on that. I saw Ross Dellinger had a, an article out today on how players are struggling to find spots. And it's it's not what the you know the the fertile world of you know football that they thought it was going to be, but where Boston College currently stands in all of this, I said right now I've talked to some I have my sources, and I've heard that Boston College right now is not in on any more transfers. I've looked at the numbers as I said yesterday, and I think they're pretty much kind of maxed out. So I wouldn't be surprised. This I mean. There's like 1,600 players right now, I think, in the transfer portal. BC has, I mean, I haven't seen Sam Johnson go anywhere. There's many of their players that have entered the portal. I haven't seen them go very far either. So I don't see BC doing much until more players, if unless more players decide to move on. Maybe there's a player that decides to enter the portal. Maybe some, you know, you have players too that decide, hey, I'm done with football. That could happen, and it could happen during spring ball. So we'll keep an eye on that. I think that's something that will be talked about more in the future. So keep an eye on that as well. Well, that's today's episode. And uh, tomorrow we'll talk about hockey, who is currently playing Northeastern. I recorded this before the game's over, so I will not be able to give you a recap. Um, And we'll talk more about hockey. We'll talk about Jeff Halfley's comments on National Signing Day. We'll have everything in the news that you're going to want to know. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. And also my site is at BulletinBC on Twitter. I am the editor and publisher at BCBulletin.com. Check us out there. And uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate all you. And if you're a new listener and you enjoy this, please hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That'll make sure that you get every new episode of Locked On Boston College sent directly to your phone or tablet every day. Take care, everyone. See you tomorrow.